Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's a Double Shot Tuesday. See, that's a solid song. That's a solid song. Fits today. Iconic opens. The theme for Double Shot Tuesday. Survivor. It's a solid song. Also, it worked last week for signature song. Martin Daniels to be the sports on this Tuesday. Um, about every five or six months, we catch up with our next guest. We enjoy talking with Daniel Roberts, who these days covers the crypto world. Uh, on Twitter, read Dan Wright, and covers not just crypto, but sports and media and all that uh, uh, fun stuff. Uh, first, good morning. Welcome back. How are you? Good morning, Orlando. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. So uh, here's a headline from Bloomberg this morning. NFL's Dak Prescott signs multi-year deal with blockchain.com. Here's another sports and crypto connection. So let's start there. You cover this industry. Such a big deal going back to the beginning of 2022. We saw the avalanche of ads. We saw the Super Bowl. We saw sports, entertainment, and we've seen crypto slide a lot in recent months. So many people wonder, what does that mean to the crypto sports world when we saw so many deals of naming rights and stars getting connected? Where are we with all that? Yeah, well, I think even before 2022, this was really a a start of the pandemic thing. You know, the crypto market got so hot that a lot of these companies, and uh, specifically we mean exchanges, that is, these companies where you would just go to buy crypto. So, you know, uh, there's Coinbase, there's Crypto.com, and then there's FTX and Binance. Those are four of the biggest. They were flush. You know, they had made a lot of revenue in trading fees. You know, they make money whether crypto's up or down. They make it when people go on the site and, and trade and sell their coins. And so they started targeting pro sports as the place to do a lot of their marketing. And I think for a year and a half there, crypto sponsorships replaced betting as the primo, you know, most lucrative area or the fastest growing area. So, you know, Prescott's just the latest. Aaron Rodgers was doing this. Tom Brady linked up with FTX and so did Giselle. I mean, every big athlete, Kevin Durant did a Coinbase deal. All the biggest athletes suddenly had a crypto deal. And in addition, you know, Coinbase became an official sponsor of the NBA. Their logo is on the baskets. Uh, FTX has its logo patch on every single MLB ump, which is crazy. I mean, you watch a game now, you can't avoid seeing the FTX logo. Whether people actually see that and know what that means, that's a different question. But you're right. I mean, now the market is down. And I'm not sure that we've seen yet that resulting in an immediate um, fading or stopping of these deals. But certainly all these companies have done a ton of layoffs in the last three months. And so I think if you worked for, you know, blockchain.com and you got laid off and then you see that they made a deal with a big athlete, you might not be pleased about that. And you might wonder, you know, where are things being budgeted right now? But in the case of arena naming rights deals, like, you know, FTX has its name on the Miami Heat Arena. Well, you know, they committed to a 19-year contract, which is nuts for a company that has only existed three years. 
But, you know, those deals are going to have to uh, remain unless something changes and they can wiggle out of it. There are so many stories we've seen. You know, I mean, there are plenty of actors and athletes pitching certain tokens that are worth nothing today. But, Daniel, I mean, you cover enough industries. Is this a case? And if we go back to a dot-com area, well, look, something floods a market. It eventually settles to become something, and we may end up with whatever number of tokens that truly are in the crypto space. So when I say the future of crypto and sports, can one look past the muddy waters now and go, look, this will figure itself out, and it will, it will remain a healthy category for sports in years to come? Yeah, look, I think it will, and I think it's, uh, you know, there's a way to say that and not just sound like you're this biased shill. I mean, what I love to say about we do at Decrypt is we're the adults in the room. We cover the industry because we think crypto is obviously interesting, and, and we think it's a real thing. It's here to stay. But that's not the same as saying, rah, rah, Bitcoin's the future, you know, put all your money into this. We don't say that. Uh, we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of it. So recently there's been a, a trend of, some media and some prominent celebrities criticizing and slamming other celebrities and athletes for doing these crypto deals because they say, you know, shame on you, Trevor Lawrence, that that you said I buy crypto because then crypto went down and people lost their shirts. Well, yeah, it's an investment. And, you know, assets can go down and assets can go up. I mean, look at tech stocks, by the way. The the crash of the last three months has not just been crypto. Uh, The economy sucks and, and everything you can invest in is down. So does this mean that all of crypto is a scam and is going to collapse? No. I mean, Bitcoin's been trading 13 years, which is not nothing. So there are still people who say it could all go to zero. It could all go to zero. Well, Bitcoin hasn't gone to zero. Ethereum hasn't gone to zero. Those are the two biggest. And they're not likely to. And so I sometimes wonder how many years does it have to last and successfully exist for people to recognize that it's not going anywhere. So I do think it'll remain an avenue of spending in the pro sports world. And I imagine some of these deals where an athlete, you know, links up with a company, they're probably paying them in crypto. And they're probably saying, look, it's down right now, but hold on to it, leave it alone, and maybe it'll go back up. Hold on for dear life, as the industry would say. Let me slide to something you did mention, because, you know, we saw the influx of sponsorship dollars with sports partnerships. It is all over um, when it comes to sports. I am kind of curious about your view of where sports and the gambling partnership is. And then also, where we're at, because now, with how popular the in-game live bet is and real-time data, and, you know, those are billion-dollar deals because it matters. When you get something that's on delay to what you're watching and it's happening in someone's live betting, that is the movement of sometimes millions of dollars. So thoughts on where we're at on the sports and gambling sponsorships and partnerships and the importance of real-time data, which is really important to that industry. Well, it's been interesting to watch, and now I'm a little bit more removed from it. You know, when we first saw SCOTUS strike down the the federal ban in 2018, I thought things moved a a little bit more slowly than you might expect in terms of, like, the public response. I mean, yes, you had a bunch of states move to legalize it, and DraftKings and FanDuel and those companies that I used to cover so closely were off to the races, and they said, yep, legal betting, here we go, and Penn Gaming, buying Barstool, fine. But in terms of, you know, just colloquially, I guess anecdotally, um, I still think I don't often see people who weren't bettors before saying, oh, now I'll bet. Now I'm going to be into betting because now it's legal. I don't think people really cared about the distinction. Uh, it's certainly a big business, and I think that whatever stigma there was and whatever you know, icky feelings certain leagues had, like, say, the NFL, that's done. I mean, that's all but done. They're fine with it. They're embracing it. They're pushing it. They're pumping it. 
But, you know, I was always interested in the media aspect. And I think you saw some of those companies like DraftKings try and also become, you know, media organizations where they had uh, hosts and they do betting shows. Um, FS1 did that and the whole Clay, um, you know, the, the Portnoy versus uh, Clay Travis, all these guys were on betting shows. To me, that seems to have cooled somewhat. I mean, I'm commenting anecdotally here. I think, you know, so when you talk about the data, that's going to continue to be a big business. Betting's a huge business. But I just don't see as much of the aggressive marketing now, and maybe that's because people have become used to it, you know? You covered golf a lot. I'm curious your thoughts on what we're watching with Liv and, and how the PGA has responded and, and where all that may be going. I think it's fascinating. I mean, I think this is like one of the craziest things to happen in pro sports in a long time. It's a story that kind of has everything at once, right? It's media rights because even though the Saudis have all this money and they've gotten all these guys to come over, no one can watch the tournaments. I mean, they're going to have to set up their own streaming network, something. Right now it's just on YouTube. Um, It's media rights. It's politics. You know, it's global politics. It's... um, you know, ethics and how does the league work? Is there such a thing as loyalty or is it purely about money? And I'm not going to fault some of these guys. You know, if, if you're offered this insane amount of guaranteed money, a lot of them just say, sorry, you know, I, I'm actually surprised that uh, that Tiger stuck around. You know, that's been a big story is how much he was supposedly offered. And he said, no, I'll stay with PGA. Even after everything the PGA Tour did to him during his, you know, infidelity scandal. I mean, remember what they did to him at Augusta? Uh, that was just, yeah. you know, inexcusable the way they treated him. So I think it's a, a fascinating story. I think the Saudis can have all the, the oil money in the world and get all the best players, but if they don't have some kind of strategy for distribution, I'm not sure the whole thing works. You know, they're just going to waste a bunch of money for three years or four years. I mean, I'm not sure Greg Norman is, is a media operator. You know, he's a personality. He does wine. He's gotten a parallel line. But they need to quickly figure out, is this thing over the top? And we hope people will subscribe and pay. What about um, the politics involved as well? You know, so there's so much there. Uh, it's very interesting every time someone goes over there. I, I heard the Barkley story about, <laughs> I guess he kind of let it slip on a podcast that they offered me X amount. He went back to TNT and said, here's what they're offering me. And TNT said, we can offer you a little bit more. And then, but no more than this. He went, okay, thanks. So, he allowed Liv, you know, he basically used Liv to get a free raise from TNT, which is smart. Um, and I think the whole thing has gotten a little a little out of control. Um, I remember years ago, you know, I talked and wondered about the streaming world and sports, and here we are years later, and we're a couple weeks away of Amazon and the National Football League with a full Thursday package. They've done games before, and, and, and Yahoo Stream games, but... That never materialized the billions in sports rights fees. It's not, I mean, we learned the Big Ten went down the road talking to a few of them, and maybe they will do dollars, but we've not seen that explosion of what we thought were going to be streaming billions of dollars into sports rights. Did we miss it, or is it still to come? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I mean, look, the, these deals, every time they're re-ups with the network, are for more than they were the time before, but the... The idea that big tech is going to snatch up all the rights hasn't really happened. In fact, even Amazon getting all of Thursday night, you know, I think was, was a surprise to people. It's, it's, yeah, the revolution is a little bit farther off, I think, that, than people thought. And, you know, maybe that's the league saying, well, wait a minute, you know, we're not just going to suddenly give all our games to the highest bidder, period. Um, you know, it, it, and I think the other part of it is on the behalf of the tech companies. 
I think other than Amazon, I'm not so sure that Facebook and Google, which owns YouTube, and some of the others actually want to be in the, you know, live sports broadcasting game. I mean, some people predicted Netflix, too, would want to get in on this, but Netflix still hasn't done anything live, you know, those, so they're not, they're not live streaming. Um, let's see how it goes with people watching on Thursdays on Amazon. I mean, some people still think it's a pain in the ass. You know, I got to go to the separate app. And uh, I also think that even with all the cord cutting and the, and the trend towards so many different streaming apps and your streaming plate is full, there's still a ton of people in America who turn on a TV where they have regular ass cable, right? And they have the channels and they know that they can just go to Fox and the game's on Fox. And for those people, maybe they're of a certain age, but I shouldn't say that. It's not just people of a certain age. They don't want to have to open up, you know, the Amazon Prime video TV app on their connected TV. So that's what I think has slowed it a little bit. Let me end with this. Give me a sport and a player or two that you would want to own stock in now because the upside is too good to pass on. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Um, Well, we talked about golf. I mean, Will Zalatoris is obviously very exciting. You know, he's young. He's good. Uh, I think people can get excited about him. I mean, even even without all the live versus PGA Tour stuff right now, there seems to me to be a lot of excitement around golf. Um, By the way, Will just pulled out with a back injury for the tour championship. (laughs) You know, he's he's got a a hurt back two days ago. But, you know, he'll rehab it. He's exciting. Right. And then in the NFL, um, I hope that he gets better. I don't think it was his fault, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to do great. I think he's going to be a great, successful NFL quarterback. Uh, There's a lot of exciting young guys, you know, to invest in. You know, the Kyler Murrays, and, of course, I'm biased, but I have to mention Matt Jones. You're biased. Um, you know, his teammates seem to love him. He's fun. I think he's very good. I think he's the future of the franchise now. So <laughs> any of those guys, I'd buy a couple shares in. <laughs> uh, he's on Twitter, at Wright. Uh If you're into the crypto world, uh, no one covers it as good as he does as the uh, executive uh, or the editor-in-chief, by the way, at uh, Decrypt Media. And, again, the Twitter handle is Wright. So always good catching up, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, always fun. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Daniel Roberts, some good stuff there. Good stuff coming from Matt Michelle's going to do some college football this weekly visit next. Wow. This is good. Mm-hmm. And basically, this is the song. Correct. The song is the intro. Or but the when, intro is the song. But when Isaac Hayes shows up and says it's a theme from Shaft, and they go, Isaac, can we have a name for the song? He goes, it's the theme from Shaft. <laughs> Pretty good. 508-570, the Academy Sports and Outdoor Sex Line, Double Shot Tuesday. Iconic opens to songs. Back with Matt and Michelle next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.